Welcome to The Cluttered Mind, hosted by James Whitmer. We've got a great episode for you today. A special guest will be giving their thoughts and stories on how college sports affect mental health. So sit back and relax to a great episode of The Cluttered Mind with James Whitmer. What is up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of The Cluttered Mind. I am, of course, the host, James Whitmer, and this is our fifth episode today. Of course, we get a great episode. Once again, of course, a lot of great thoughts throughout the episode and stories and experience. Of course, we have a special guest interview, and his twin brother was on the episode last week. And this week, we will have the other twin and sophomore, Tyler Goddard, who's also on the baseball team and a pitcher. Yeah, another great episode with him sharing his thoughts, and I'll share my thoughts later on throughout the episode. So sit back and relax, and we'll have a quick break. And once we get back, we'll have the interview with Tyler Goddard. Hey, ever wondered what happens when a sports fan has a mic in their face? Well, tune in on Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. for Pardon My Overmodulating, the loud and proud sports talk show hosted by Matt Kudrowski. Every show features bold takes, fiery passion, and a chance for you to join in on the debate. So mark your calendar, set an alarm, do anything to make sure you don't miss Pardon My Overmodulating every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m., Hosted by Matt Kadrowski on C98.7 FM, the student-run radio station at Piedmont University. Welcome back to the Cluttered Mind. Here we are with sophomore business management major Tyler Goddard and pitcher on the baseball team. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Whip. Oh, of course. Of course, we'll be talking about mental health with college athletes. And I would like to start out with the first easy question how long have you been playing sports and baseball, and how has that kind of affected your life? So I've playing, been playing baseball since I was four years old, so what would that be, 15 years? I'm 19 years old now. Um, I've been playing baseball since then. I've been playing football since elementary school in a young age. I've been playing, so basically all my life been playing sports. Um, it's really shaped me as a person, you know, because it's uh, it's caused me to be a more determined person, and uh, I really love it, and uh I love playing baseball here at Piedmont. Yes, I love baseball here at Piedmont too. It is awesome. Of course, I didn't know if I was going to come here, and then I did. So it's been a great experience for me playing baseball. But kind of going off uh, with sports and mainly baseball, when do you feel the most like anxiety and stress throughout the sport? So it's definitely like, obviously, it's you know in the biggest situations you get your name called on, but it's kind of trying to minimize you know the the negative talk in your brain and it's like trying to figure out okay this is what I like to do I like to play baseball and I want to use this moment as having fun and doing what I like to do instead of I've got to get this job done oh my gosh you know I'm fearing this situation I have anxiety and it's more of like you got to you know trick your brain to be like look I love being in this situation I want to be here because it's what I love to do yeah I agree of course I've seen a lot of people who kind of go through that where they think way too much and don't succeed like because I've seen people in college who were like really good in high school and then they just kind of weren't as good in college and they've transferred multiple times because of their performance and playing time so it's kind of weird to see like because I, I grew up with one kid who best player like all the time like yeah. best player on the team so it was weird seeing him not perform as well I guess anxiety or like stress could definitely be it factor with that and then transfer portal and different coaches came into the school impacted that 
But what are some ways with stress, how you deal with that? How do you handle it? And what are some things you've done over the years, especially in college, that have kind of helped you to handle stress? So basically, when you're out there, you know, and I'm a pitcher, when you're out there on the mound, you try to think positive thoughts. And so managing stress, you know, if you're in a stressful situation, you're worried about, you know, doing this wrong, this wrong, and this wrong. I think for me, the biggest thing to handle my stress is when my mind, you know, creeps into don't do this wrong. You know, if if you tell yourself don't do this, so say, you know, as a pitcher I am, if I say don't walk this kid or, or don't give up a hit, usually your mind doesn't process don't and it doesn't know, okay, don't hit the kid or don't walk the kid, don't give up a hit, and it just translates to you're going to do what you think you're not. So, like, if I say, if I say don't walk this kid, you're going to walk him because your mind doesn't process the don't and the negative in that. And so, basically, for handling stress, it's, you know, it's really good to think positive thoughts and think about the outcome is going to be what you want it to be. Yeah, I agree. As a hitter, I've definitely experienced that with being like, oh, don't strike out here, and then I end up striking out, which yeah. is, like, the worst thought because saying to yourself, oh, don't do this, it's going to happen because – I've had a lot of outcomes where I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a hit here. I get a hit. I'm like positive thinking, just like, no, it's something good is going to happen or hit the ball hard, even if I get out. Uh, just thinking that positive way, like you are saying, definitely helps. And thinking, oh, don't do this is one of the worst things in sports, definitely throughout your career. So that's one big thing. Yeah, of course, being a student athlete, tell me how school, like having to deal with school a lot and trying to turn everything on time and how that affects you as well as playing baseball and the time management you have to deal with that. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, time management that goes into being a student athlete. I think for me the biggest reason and the biggest the way I try to cope with that and try to be the, my best on that is to get my schoolwork done whenever it's – so a lot of people, you know, and me sometimes I'm not saying I'm above doing, you know, procrastination, but I'm like – I probably would describe myself as opposite of a procrastinator – so whenever I get a project, if it's doing three weeks, I'm done with it that day if I have time. You know, I'm doing stuff just so, you know, on the backside of things when it's due, say we have a road series or something, I'm like, well, why would I want to put this assignment off when I could do it now when I'm not busy? And So it's just for college, you know, for student athletes, it's like doing your, doing your schoolwork, actually like forcing yourself to do schoolwork when you have time and not putting it off because if you put it off, it'll lead to, you know, downhill and you probably won't put as much effort into it as you, if you would have, if you would have did it on, you know, early. So basically just don't procrastinate um, and do your work, you know, when you get it. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Of course, being here for five years, I've experienced a lot of procrastination, especially with road trips. Like you were saying, road trips, one of the hardest things. Of course, you have something to do and then you do it last minute and, or even I've had sometimes where I've turned in late stuff because I didn't do it before the road trip or during the road trip, like, get back to the hotel after a game and just be like, oh, I'll do it, do it later. And I end up not doing it until I get back from the road trip. So yeah, not procrastinating is a huge thing, especially having sports or definitely during in season can affect you a lot. Like you, like you were saying how you kind of just go ahead and do it when it's three weeks ahead. That is huge. Cause I've, I don't know many people that do that, especially being an athlete too. That's definitely a hard thing. And mentality, of course, being an athlete and doing school, you're tired all the t- like almost all the time. Yeah, so you're course. just like, oh, I'm gonna do it later. You just want to like lay down. So yeah, it's definitely a huge thing not procrastinating in college and being an athlete. 
Have you ever had an injury? I have. Well, in high school or yes. Okay. I have, and uh, so it's it's actually a long story. I'll try to keep it short. Okay. I had a knee injury when I was in seventh grade. I hurt it during a football play. Got it taken out. You know, I chipped a piece of my kneecap off. Never really went and got it. You know, looked at. Kind of just left it because I wanted to play throughout high school sports, and so I did. And about my senior year, it started flaring up again, you know, and this piece was, you know, really aggravating moving around in my kneecap. So I missed a game or two in uh, high school football, but I said, you know what, I'm going to keep – I'm not going to get surgery. I'm going to wait till after baseball season. And I got surgery after, you know, the day or two after we ended baseball. Uh, I got surgery – or it was actually after the banquet. Sorry, not the end of the season. I got surgery on my knee, and it took that piece that was in there, it took, like, it out completely like part of my kneecap that was floating around you know catching on things so that's basically my only injury you know I've had a couple of sore spots and you know strains and stuff but that's basically the only surgery I've had did that affect you at all like pitching wise coming in yeah so I think and still to this day a little bit you know it's my back my back foot when I'm throwing I'm a righty pitcher so it'd be my right foot it actually you know when I'm driving off the mound sometimes it it puts the pressure, you know, and sometimes I try to forgive, you know, give it in to my left a little bit. So it's it's affected a little bit mechanically, but I've tried to override that, and uh, I think it's, you know, back to about 100% right now. That's good. That's good. Of course, um, we will get back. We'll have a quick break, and we'll get back in this second segment of the interview. Sports, an activity that showcases athletes' passion and skill. But what about people watching? Join myself, Matt Kodrowski, every Friday at 4 for Fandemonium, the 12-episode podcast series that puts the fans in the spotlight. Find out what makes fans the heartbeat of the sports experience through their passion, pride, and dedication. Episodes will be posted every Friday at 4 p.m. Listen at Roar Podcast Productions wherever you get your podcasts and join in on the Fandemonium. Welcome back to the episode. Of course, I'm here with Tyler Goddard. Um, first question off the bat, of course, I know you were in high school during COVID. Yeah. Tell me how, of course, you were a sophomore in high school, correct? Yep. Yep. I asked your brother the same thing last week. <laughs> yeah. But tell me how that kind of affected you. Of course, probably not a huge deal with you, but tell me how you saw it throughout high school with other kids and how you saw it um, or how you viewed it with uh, college athletes during that time. So yeah, it was a, for me it was a blessing and a curse, you know, in, in intertwined together. The blessing being, you know, I, you know, school was out, got to hang out with all my friends. A lot of the baseball players, you know, we grouped together and we went golfing together or we went fishing and hunting every, you know. It was awesome being, you know, kind of out and kind of free to do whatever you want. On the flip side of that though, for baseball purposes, it kind of hurt. My so my best year in my high school career, baseball-wise, was my sophomore year. We played 13 games. I pitched at I pitched in eight of the 13 games and gave up one base runner. I mean, I was doing by far the best I ever had in my life. COVID came around. I'm like, oh, I'm you know, I, I kind of was overconfident. I was like, I'm good with my baseball game. You know, I'm gonna chill out and do these things. Well, you know, fa- fast forward, we start playing baseball again, and I was not really ever the same. I took a you know too much time, I guess, off in baseball, but. Um, it was definitely a challenge, you know, getting back into the swing of things sports-wise. And I definitely, looking back at it, could have definitely, you know, worked a little bit harder in sports. Uh, I mean, I worked out uh, for football. I was, you know, I didn't think I'd be playing that junior year, but I 
ended up starting linebacker in my junior year, you know, from sophomore year of COVID going into my junior year. But I just – I could have emphasized working on baseball, you know, mechanics and throwing a lot more than I did. Yeah, I kind of felt that with COVID. Of course, how you're saying your sophomore year was really good in high school. My freshman year here was, like, really good. And then coming back, uh, COVID, I actually felt good. And then um, right before the season, I ended up getting, getting COVID. So I was out for a little, and I couldn't um, – start with the team right away so it kind of threw me off the loop and then uh immediately I was playing and we I think I got back like five days before we played our first game on like like playing so I'm like Mm -hmm. um yeah and I just uh got back to a little quick and wasn't hitting as well and then uh got better and haven't really been the same since probably uh just I don't know I guess COVID just affected me like not being able to play baseball of course we couldn't do anything like you were saying hanging with friends was awesome like you just got to relax chill you didn't really you had like nothing to worry about honestly yeah like you were saying um just not being able to play baseball uh putting all that effort like you do throughout like you're playing summer ball or whatever it is but you just weren't able to do that so it kind of affected the game and other than that of course COVID definitely affected a lot of people um tell me how you kind of do you like that NIL side and how after COVID you've seen a lot of changes with like the transfer uh, portal? So, yeah, you know, I think NIL can be a good thing and a bad thing in the transfer portal. I think before all of this, you know, the transfer portal and uh, the NIL, it forced, it forced teammates and it forced individuals to work harder to get on the field. Now they could, you know, not lose a year of eligibility or they can get more money to go somewhere else. I think what it's doing is teaching, you know, the kids bad you know, morals and like, okay, well, I'm going to quit this and go here because of this. But at the same time, it's also giving them more opportunities to show their talents when they might not have, you know, got on to a, a starting spot or a starting role at the school they were at. So it could be a good thing and a bad thing, but I just hope, you know, going forward in the future that it isn't more of like the NFL. It's, it, it, it isn't more of like a business type deal, which I think it will be. College students will be like, okay, who's going to give me the most money? Who's going to give me the most NIL deals? You know, instead of really wanting to go to a team to build a championship culture and uh I think it's going to turn more into a me game than an I you know or a, a me spot than in you know, a team game and I, I fear that yeah I can definitely see like the business side of course I see college athletes making almost two million dollars I'm like I wish I were doing that right now because like Arch Manning who's Peyton Manning's nephew mm-hmm. who's making a ton of money in college and he's not even playing yeah, which is like insane to me because course we're at a d3 school we're not we know we're definitely not going to get paid and just like his name kind of gets him paid and definitely i could see the business going up of course with covid uh, of course many of the people that were playing then are almost graduated so there's not many of the extra years of course you have red shirt due to injury and other stuff so you'll definitely see that and transfer portal will definitely impact a lot of people by they're not playing or whether they find a different school they fit better in and then uh, definitely take other people's spots. So that can be a huge impact for a lot of different people. But kind of going away from COVID, uh, of course, a huge thing that's definitely increased since COVID is social media. Talk to me how fit has affected you at all or how you kind of viewed it with other people and how they've used social media and how it kind of affects the world nowadays. Yeah, so social media, I mean, obviously during the time of COVID, everybody, you know, TikTok making TikToks and, you know, being on other forms of social media. I feel like through COVID, it transformed like a new wave. 
and I feel like a lot of people these days, I'm, I'm like a, you know, an, a traditional style guy. I, but you know, I'm starting to be on my phone too much, and I feel like social media may, might be good, you know, to time to relax if you're done with all your activities, at, you know, at night time. But I think social media progressing today at the rate it is is definitely a harmful thing. Getting kids too addicted to being, you know, in their faces, in, in their iPad or phone in their face, and not really going out and discovering the world. Um, I feel like social media, you know, it's it's harming learning abilities. It's it's harming a lot of things. But uh, COVID has definitely sparked, you know, a transition in social media. Yeah, I agree. Of course, many people just post on social media, like showing what they're doing. Like I honestly would rather just enjoy the nature, not post, and just enjoy my life and not have other people worry about what I'm doing. But nowadays, you see everyone posting. You see like people blogging like what they're doing in the day um also with like twitter instagram you have many people who just sometimes attack different people for no reason almost and that's just kind of how the world is and covid definitely has impacted that with social media and just how people view things in the world today so that's definitely a huge thing uh going on right now but kind of last question here going on with the interview of course i asked chase your brother last week, kind of the same question about being a twin and how how does that kind of impact you and does it uh, affect you at all? And he definitely mentioned how y'all are very close. And I just want to ask you how close uh, y'all really are. And with his injury last year, how did that affect you as well? Yeah, so uh, my answer might be similar to his. I don't know what he said. But uh, I think being twins, I think it's a blessing for me just because – I have, you know, that built-in best friend, um, you know, somebody who's always there for me. And I feel like without him or without, you know, him being pre- – like last year when he injured himself, you know, a couple times, him not being here, some some getting surgery and stuff, you know, honestly felt like lonely, you know, not because I've been with him almost every day of my life. You know, we've talked, we've talked about everything. We're basically the same person. And, you know, at some point we're going to have to branch off and become, di- you know, become different people and what we want to do with the rest of our lives. Um, but I think having a twin for me has definitely been so beneficial just because of, you know, how, how good of a relationship we've had. Yeah, we fight sometimes, you know, yeah, we disagree, but I I feel like, you know, right after we scream at each other, we could turn around and say, you know, crack a joke or something. So I, I think, you know, I'm very blessed and I'm, I'm glad I have a twin. Yeah, that is very good. Of course, I don't have a twin. I kind of said that last week's episode, but yeah, it's great to see how close y'all are because I've seen, I didn't mention this as well, but. Um, you see many twins who aren't as close as they should be, but of course you see a lot of twins, even siblings, just like argue, bicker. Once they get older, they don't uh, talk as much, but it's awesome how y'all are very close and y'all can share a lot of things in common, which is uh, really great to see. But with that, we will conclude this interview, and I'd like to thank you for joining me today, Tyler. Yeah, thanks for having me, Whit. Of course, great. of course. And uh, with that, we'll have a quick break and get back with the episode. Hello, beautiful people. Have you ever wanted to learn more about how disabilities and chronic illnesses are advocated on social media? Well, tune in to Digital Activism, hosted by Caden Nelms every Friday at 5. Each week, Caden will have a guest talk about their experiences seeing activism on social media and even how they themselves advocate online. New episodes will be available every Friday at 5 on all major podcast streaming platforms. 
Welcome back to this episode. Of course, a great one so far. A great interview with Tyler. Shared a lot of great thoughts and experience he has gone through with mental health and just how he has viewed it and seen it. But one thing that we had talked about, one thing I kind of want to go on about is social media with uh, college athletes and social media just in general. But of course, huge thing that impacted social media was COVID. Of course, COVID affected a lot of things and changed a lot of people's views. Of course, social media definitely increased throughout and after COVID. Of course, TikTok, a huge thing that definitely impacted a lot of people. Of course, you have the NIL deals with college athletes now, and you see a lot of college athletes on TikTok, which is kind of funny. And you see many college athletes, of course, making money, and it's definitely starting to get into a more business thing. Of course, you see the NFL kind of more of a business thing now, and you're starting to see more college kind of get into that especially D1, of course, you see a lot of people going to schools and even transferring for money. So it's crazy how definitely that has changed. Definitely back in the day, you saw a lot of athletes going to the school to compete and win. And nowadays, you see, of course, the main sport is football. Of course, college football, you see a lot of NIL deals. And you see people on social media posting about that. It definitely changed people's views on what they see about transferring and IL deals, all that. So definitely social media can be a huge impact. Another thing about social media is definitely the hate towards people. Of course, you see many college athletes who don't perform as well. They, of course, get hate on their Instagram or Twitter, whatever social media they have, and it definitely can affect them and definitely decrease their play, which I've seen a lot throughout the past few years. Definitely many college athletes get affected by that. But you also see good things come out of social media. Of course, people talking about their mental health and what they're going through and and how they view things. And a lot of people out there will help them and know that they are not alone in this and just know that nobody is ever alone in anything. You will always have someone that will care for you. No matter if it's like a stranger on the street, there's someone there that will care for you. Definitely social media has changed how you can talk to people, of course, message people for info and try and get that help. Of course, people have definitely shared stories that they've gone through and it has helped other people with mental health issues. Of course, I have seen some athletes over the years commit suicide in college, which is sad. One of the main suicides that, of course, affected a lot of people and how people view college athletes and their mental health was women's soccer goalie at Stanford and Katie Meyer who committed suicide due to mental health which was very sad to see and we've seen other people commit suicide who have played a college sport so it is sad to see how that affected them and how other things have affected them off the field so definitely sad to see and just know you're never alone in this and that someone will always be there for you and if you need anything just ask me on the cluttered mind on Instagram or you can reach out to me I am James Whitmer of course and If you need any help, just ask me and reach out and just know you're never alone. But with that, that will conclude this episode. And I want to thank anybody listening in. And I hope you all enjoy another great week and see you all next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Cluttered Mind hosted by James Whitmer. Podcast episodes will be posted at 11 a.m. Friday morning. Next week, we will have another special guest on here discussing the thoughts on mental health revolving around college athletes and what is the best way to resolve that stress. This has been The Cluttered Mind, hosted by James Whitmer.